Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, looking forward to this one, new segment. We're going to go stateside. David, the Chief El Caro has a show called the All-American Sports Hour, and he now joins us to talk all things American sport. He is based in New York. So, David, the first question I've got, are you a Mets or a Yankees fan? (laughs) Uh, Hello, Mark. Uh, Yes, I am a New York Mets fan. I am a big Mets fan. The Battle of the Subway, explain explain the geographical separation. What, What... what determines whether you're a Mets fan or a Yankees fan? Well, you know, uh, there is some geographic history, uh, and I kind of break from that a little bit. A, a lot of the, the Mets fans are uh, east of uh, Manhattan. In, in, uh, qu- they play in Queens, but Queens and Long Island are generally uh, a large portion of Mets fans. And uh, Yankees fans generally come from, uh, well, they play in the Bronx, uh, the borough north of Manhattan. And usually, yeah, Westchester, just north of there, is kind of Yankee country. But really, uh, it's all mixed throughout um, the whole New York City metro area. Uh, But, yeah, a lot of it, you know, New York was historically a a National League town because there was the Brooklyn Dodgers and the New York Giants. And in the 50s, they moved out to California when California became a, uh, a viable state to have um, professional teams. So the uh, New York Giants moved from Manhattan to San Francisco. The uh, Brooklyn Dodgers moved to Los Angeles, became the LA Dodgers. And uh, the Mets became uh, created in 1962 as an expansion team to replace those two uh, National League teams. So my father was a New York Giants fan. So he, you know, for a period, you know, he had to, not have a team in New York, but then quickly became a Mets fan once they uh, became established. When was the last time the Mets won the World Series? Uh, 1986. Uh, I uh, just turned 10 years old. I remember it very well. It was uh, it was a great, great uh, World Series, one of the more dramatic in the history of baseball. Uh, kind of most famous for an error by the first baseman of the Boston Red Sox, Bill Buckner. Um uh, who's kind of become very, uh, you know, unfortunately it was a uh, notorious way of winning, uh, losing a game for the Red Sox and winning the World Series in New York Mets. Yeah, you've got a feel for Bill Buckner, isn't it? I mean, you're a great husband, great sportsman, great father, but you have this sort of um, conviction for life, don't you, amongst fans and all the great things you've done in sport, but you remember for that one moment and it's an infamous moment. Yes, um, and uh, sadly, uh, Bill Buckner's passed away. But it was yeah, an absolute awesome first baseman, a, a really great hitter, and it was yeah, you know, the one error. Uh, luckily, later in his his life, really kind of 
uh, with Mookie Wilson who hit that ball, they signed a million pictures together. Um, so he was able to do that. And he was also in a uh, episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm for any fans of that mm-hmm. show. Uh, Bill Buckner was in, a, in an episode where he made very much light of that situation. Okay, but before we do talk NFL, and I do want to talk NFL, I'm always just keen to gain a little bit more understanding about you, David. Um, so quickly, Rangers or New Jersey Devils when it comes to hockey? Oh, yeah, New York Rangers. I'm a big Rangers fan. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I grew up in, in outside of New York City in New York State. Uh, but, yeah, New York Rangers, uh, I really don't like the Devils, and I don't like the New York Islanders either. Mm. Okay, uh, Brooklyn <laughs> Brooklyn Nets or the New York uh, – or, 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 sorry, yeah. or the Knicks? The Knicks, yeah. Uh, you know, I really uh, am not such a big NBA fan. I'm a much bigger NHL hockey fan. Oh, good on uh, you, yeah. Yeah, I just kind of lean more that way. And I was, you know, a Celtics fan growing up in the 80s because it was really the only choice. It was either yeah. Celtics or Lakers. Um, but, you know, the, the great thing about the New York Knicks is New York Knicks are really the one team in New York City that really the whole city gets behind. Brooklyn, unfortunately, the Brooklyn Nets haven't really developed an attitude. Like, you know, obviously we're talking about different Baseball teams, different hockey teams. We're going to get to the two different NFL teams. But when the Knicks are good, New York, it's just energized. And uh, so, you know, I want to see the New York Knicks do well for the city. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. Spent a year there in 19, when did I go, 95? Oh, last year of Maple Leaf Gardens anyway. So I'm a Leafs fan ever since. Haven't won a Stanley Cup since about 1967, Uh I think it is. Okay, Uh let's move on to the NFL. You've got the Giants, you've got the Jets. What the big stories in the NFL? What at the moment has you engaged? Well, uh, you had a a game last night uh, here in the States. Last night, uh, Dallas Cowboys beating the Seattle Seahawks in a very high-scoring game in Dallas. Really uh, established himself one of the best teams in the league, but unfortunately are in a situation where they're going to be almost certainly a wild-card team because they're in the same division with the Philadelphia Eagles, who are uh, 10-1. and But there's a big game of the week and one of the games of the season uh, coming up, uh, I guess, will be Monday, your time. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers going to the Philadelphia Eagles in a, a rematch of a playoff game that the Eagles won and knocked out the 49ers last year. Uh, the 49ers are favored, even though their record is 8-3 and three, and the Philadelphia Eagles are 10-1. and one. Uh, The 49ers are favored on the road. It just shows you how much talent and uh, what the at least the betting market believes uh, is the better team is actually the uh, San Francisco 49ers and uh, looking to get revenge uh, from last year's loss. Let's talk about Brock Purdy, uh, known as Mr. Irrelevant. I'd like you to bring some context to what Mr. Relevant, Irrelevant means in the NFL draft and just how cool the story is of this young man. Yes, yeah, so uh, the NFL draft, it, it's currently seven rounds and each team gets a pick. Uh, actually, even some of the rounds in the uh, third, fourth, fifth rounds, there's con- con- uh, consen- uh, compensatory picks and extra picks. So when you get to the very final pick of the draft, um, the term has been called Mr. Irrelevant because it's very, very hard for that player uh, to likely be uh, any sort of significant um Certainly not a star, but certainly not, you know, even really a player of note other than being the last pick, except here in the case of of Brock Purdy, who is the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers and uh, has did an excellent job last year uh, as a rookie coming in. And uh, so far, very good job this year. 
uh, though there's still always some doubt and question on his, uh, you know, if he can be, you know, good enough to get the uh, San Francisco 49ers to uh, the Super Bowl. Mm. Who, who are some of the emerging talent this year? Who are some of those players that are sort of really starting to introduce themselves to the wider sporting market in the United States coming out of the NFL, whether it be in their rookie season or players have maybe had that breakthrough or start to the season or even maybe finish the season strong last year? Well, yeah, the biggest one is uh, C.J. Stroud, uh, the quarterback of the Houston Texans, the second pick in this past uh, NFL draft, who's almost certainly going to be Rookie of the Year and is actually in the discussion even in the MVP talks. Uh, though he, he won't be the MVP, but he's C.J. Stroud has just been a fantastic uh, uh, rookie um, and showing to be a, a real leader for the, uh, the Houston Texans. So, um, he's obviously been very exciting. I think uh, even though he's been around the league quite a bit, Tua Tagovailoa, the quarterback of the uh, Miami Dolphins, uh, in the running for comeback player of the year, had some uh, head injuries last season, but has just been fantastic, taking it to a, to a whole other level. Um, yeah, that's really, you know, the quarterback position. Those, uh, those are the two that have really taken big, uh, big leaps. Anything else at the moment? Any other sort of big stories in America that have um, got people talking, whether it be in the NFL or across the, uh, you know, sporting landscape there? Well, we also, you know, have uh, the end of our college football season, which is, uh, you know, extremely popular (laughs) throughout America. So tonight uh, we even have a game in a a few hours, uh, uh, Oregon versus uh, Washington, two uh, universities uh, in the Pacific Northwest battling it out for what will be the final Pac-12 championship in in football, the Pac-12 conference. Unfortunately, college football going through major changes and realignment, so it's going to get very confusing. But we have, yeah, conference championships this weekend, and we'll find out uh, in a few days after uh, who the final four and the – the four playoff teams in college football uh, advance. So um, that's obviously very big this weekend uh, coming up, obviously an NFL weekend and uh, NBA going very strong Uh, this year, the introduction of the in-season tournament, which uh, yeah, it's actually been okay. I mean, people, uh, a lot of fans thought it was probably completely unnecessary and a little redundant to have a tournament within a league that Champ gives a championship in a playoff tournament style. They're trying to mimic a European soccer cup concept, uh, which you know doesn't really make sense when you do have playoffs already. Mm-hmm. But it's given a little extra juice to, to the games in November. Uh, they kind of count twice because they're regular season games, but then they're also in season tournament games. And uh, we're we're uh, through the uh, to the point of uh, of having uh, a bracket and uh, having an idea of uh, the in season tournament, so that's been added a little bit of uh, interest to the uh, to the NBA. Well, David Chief Alcaro, it's been an absolute privilege and a pleasure, my good man, to talk all things American sport with you. Thoroughly enjoyed the chat. Oh, thank you, Mark. I'd love to be on. No, brilliant. Love it. TCU fan, by the way. I'm a TCU fan. Had a couple of friends go on athletic scholarships to the States. TCU made the college final last year, got absolutely hammered in the finish, but it was great to see them get there. American sport, you do have to love it, though, don't you? They do do it well in America. It is big. It is the ultimate entertainment package. It's not just a sporting contest that you witness. It's actually an experience. They've made it invitational, not just transactional, which I think is the big problem here in New Zealand.